Uh oh. Well, I can hear you. I just don't know why they can't hear us. Yeah, can they hear us now? I think I think maybe Okay, sound. Eric, Fired. are you muted? <laughs> Fired, right? Um no, I think I think there we go. Um still are we still muted or can we hear now? I can hear me. Okay, I don't know. And if I can hear, hear me. you. Um uh, okay, sound levels. Oh. oh, now you're good. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, wow. oh boy, it's that kind of a season, that kind of a show, I guess. Um Ian, welcome. Uh it feels like it's been forever since it's been a show with me and you. Um I know. yeah, and I feel like given how bad or given the state of the team right now, I feel like we should have ripped into them a long time ago. So it's good to have you on. Um, just quickly, what are your initial impressions on the game? What'd you think? What'd you think of the uh, the influx of the rookies on the back end, rookies and new guys? What's your thoughts? Um, I thought it was a good game. Like um, it was, you know, going into the season, we knew it was going to be a tough go. And it's been a while since I enjoyed a game as much as I enjoyed tonight's game. And I think if if you take anything from this, I mean, if you if you couldn't if you couldn't enjoy this, then man, like you you have to be a masochist to watch this team. Because if you couldn't enjoy tonight, I don't know what there's going to be there for you to enjoy going forward. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and you have to really extract the little things out of the game right now as a as a Sharks fan because it's right now it's all about the little victories. It's about the little things in the season. It's about those first goals by by rookies. It's about those those shutouts, those uh milestones, you know, because it's it's that kind of a season. So I, I totally agree with you there and, and I, I feel like this was a good game to watch. It was a good hard-fought victory, I think. It was a t it was a win that the team needed. Um, again, though, it, it it's the quality of the opponent. I think you know should all give everybody some pause as to, for sure as as to the win. But you know, I, I I saw some good signs tonight. Put it to you that way. Yeah, like there, I thought. Look at um, since getting called out by the coach, um, Martin Jones has put together a couple of really good games. Tonight he was really good. Like tonight, um, if he wasn't as good as he was, because the Sharks weren't good in the first period, and if the Sharks, uh, if Martin Jones wasn't as good as he was in the first period, that game, they go into the second down and probably by a couple. Um, if, if Martin Jones isn't as good as he is in the first and he was pretty good through the rest of the game. Like there's a couple of, uh, times where he kind of scared me in the, in the third period, but I thought all in all, like Martin Jones, since getting called out by Bob Bugner has been really good. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so as well. And, uh, we'll go over the first period. So in that first period, Sam Steele, uh, with kind of a fluky goal, it's come, it really should be, uh, Mario Ferraro there the goal should be going to Mario Ferraro but uh yeah Sam Steele just kind of puts it on uh onto the crease it ends up kind of caroming weird off of uh Ferraro's skate um no actually maybe yeah it was a skate was the first one and it comes off a skate goes uh five hole on Jones and it's one nothing 50 seconds in and you're thinking Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> right. You know, and, and honestly, I don't 
I, I think if you're a Sharks fan there, you're just kind of cringing like, oh my gosh, we have seen this time and time again. Is this the same narrative? Um, but I, I think for that first 10 for that first 10 minutes, I think Anaheim had the majority of the possession play and Martin Jones really did, you know, put that one behind him and, and kind of stand on his head for the team because it could have gotten ugly. I mean, they, they could have scored more than once in that in that first 10 minutes of the first period. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I mean, it could have been it could have easily been three one going into the second, if not for Martin Jones. Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks for Ferraro. I mean, rough night for Ferraro tonight. Um, just one of those things like it's just kind of just crappy luck. Like, I don't think Ferraro did anything particularly wrong. It's just sometimes like the puck does some funny things and that's what it did there. And it didn't help that like no one else knew where the puck was for some reason. Like Brent Burns had no idea where the puck was. Martin Jones had no idea where the puck was. Apparently like it's just one of those, it's just a weird play, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree there. It, it, it was weird. You know, he boxed out his man in the best, you know, possible way. Um, you know, positionally, I, I, again, same wavelength as you did not see anything that stood out to me as, um, as abnormal, and, no. you know, it is just a fluky, fluky bounce. And those happen. Um, you can't fault that on Jones. I mean, maybe you would like if because if, Jones is already down in the butterfly. Maybe you'd like it to see him cover his five hole even, um, you know, when the puck is in a low danger chance, you know, even just having the stick covering the five hole. But again, that's, you know, nitpicky. And, and most times, you know, you're, you're going to have a, a goaltender who can react pretty quickly but again no goaltender can ever really understand or expect the kind of bounces that comes off a defenseman's skate so for sure no exactly i mean that's just it's it is what it is right (laughs) like it it just and that's it's just an unfortunate thing like it's just one of those things that just isn't going to go your way and it's unfortunate but it happens and the key is how you respond after that happens and you know like i said they weren't it wasn't a great first period for the sharks but they you know they they held their own yeah yeah no i agree i think i i think that they held in there especially they waved that first uh you know that first initial push by anaheim but then you know in the second half of the first period they were generating some momentum they got a nice finally got a call um, you know, kind of a fluky call because you, you end up seeing that the puck en- ends up hitting the top of the glass right at the very top of right. the dasher, uh, or not the dasher, but the the connective the part. Yeah, yeah, the connective part of the glass. And, um, you know, it, it, it was not seen by the refs, and it seemed like for the last two or three games the Sharks have been getting jobbed on a lot of calls, so it was nice to see one that, that fell our way. Um, mm. The first half of that power play I took away there was a lot of passing still felt yeah, I that counted it was... so I counted the first but leading up to the the first um the first shot came after 12 offensive zone passes and then the Leonard goal came after 13 offensive zone passes yeah so basically that that second power play unit just came on passed it once and they scored yeah um and, and so you know that that begs the question then is is there are there too many pieces that defer on that first power play unit meaning do you think that the guys are just so selfless or or wanting to set up their teammates 
that they overpass or or do you think it's a it's a structural issue i think it's a structural issue i think it's sometimes they just they look for the perfect shot yeah. Um, so this coming in from Bob Bugner, we had much different look on the power play with Burns up top, one of the better ones of the year. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think overall tonight it took away from the power play that the movement was good. The movement off the puck, I mean, was was much better, I thought, tonight. It, it didn't seem as stagnant. Um, too much crisscross passing though, for my taste, I, I think, you know, at a maximum, these guys should be on the power play four passes and then you got to get a shot off, you know? I I think, yeah, like, I, I feel like, like the sharks, some, like the problem that I've had with their power play is they've, they've done good at possessing the puck. They have the puck, but it just, for all the possession, they have so little to show for it in shots on goals. Yeah. Yeah. You'd obviously, you want to see them take some more shots on the power play. Um, you know, but um, credit to Leonard took a hell of a shot um, to tie up the game. Yeah, on that second power play uh, unit that came out, it was uh, it was Leonard, Balsers, Ferraro, uh, Timo, and I want to say, uh, boy, who was on that other side? Um, Gambrell? Was it Gambrell? Um, but yeah, I just thought that that, that second unit just again had a little bit more uh, authority with the puck maybe maybe a little bit more a little less finesse and a little bit more meat and potatoes and you know you're rewarded by no it was Donato because Donato was screening Mm. that's right it was Donato Donato. yeah screen doing a hell of a job screening Gibson because that shot by Leonard was not the strongest shot I'd ever seen going to the net. But it was a good, like it was a, it was a good shot though. Like it was oh, like yeah. shooter shot, you know, to, to put it in, like to put it where he put it, like just seeing eye shot, like just really good shot. I hope we see more of that from him for sure. Cause um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was just nice. Like it was, you know, it wasn't the perfect shot, like obviously, like it had to get through. But um, you know, I, I just I just want to see more shots that you know they don't have to. Be, I, I mean, obviously, you don't want to just shoot it into the goalie's glove. I get that, you know, shooting the goalie's glove without him seeing anything, and you know, and pray you're gonna beat him on screen or whatever. Like I understand, like you don't want to, you don't want to just shoot to shoot because that's you know problematic i just like to see them take a few more chances rather than waiting for like the perfect perfect shot yeah no i i think that that is similarly i think the similar echo that i have to that i think that they're also most effective when they're moving the goalie laterally I think we've seen on the power play when they're able to push that puck left to right. And the perfect example was Burns to Hurdle. And Hurdle just, uh, man, that I think that pass came in just a little bit too hard for Hurdle to handle. But, you know, you could see where they just shifted Gibson. And if Hurdle's got a full torque on that, it's a goal. So, you know, I I like seeing them um, move the goalie left to right. Um, and getting good screens. And, and Donato has been a pleasant surprise. Um, very much a, a big motor of the team right now. Um, you can never fault the guy for the effort. So, yeah, I, I've been pretty impressed with Donato's game. So kind of a, a half assist for Donato there. But, yeah, uh, 
the UMass boys, John Leonard from Mario Ferraro and Timo Meyer. And uh, I actually posed this question over to Darren Stevens. This mm-hmm. is, to me, the most talent, most USHL slash collegiate talent we've seen most on a Sharks team in any given year, any given roster size. So, I, you know, I think they have, to my count, it's I, five. It, it wouldn't surprise guys. me. Yeah, it wouldn't five, surprise me. Yeah, five collegiate guys, and I believe it's six, you know, USA L slash collegiate guys. So I'd be interested to see if that's the most on the team. But they've been mining heavily out of college, and it's it's paying dividends. Dan Gambrell has been looking good this year, and and I also think that uh, Ferraro has picked up where he left off from last year. And um, Leonard, it it's coming. I think it's a work in progress, but. You know, I, you can see him developing. You can see him getting a little bit of confidence every day. And that first goal, I think, will definitely get the monkey off his back, so to speak. Well, yeah. go, going into that second period, the person needing to get the monkey off the back the most was Kevin LeBanc. Oh, my goodness. Yes. He needed to score a goal like nobody's business. And he, he just puts the puck to the net. While he's, you know, while he's crashing into the boards, he does a flip shot to to bank it off of uh, of Gibson, and goes, you know, puts the Sharks up two um, one, and and mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things when we see Kevin LeBanc start to come pull him out of a slump, like like we did last year, we saw him pull himself out of a slump. It's when he's most creative, right? It's it's for when, sure. It's when he's most creative and when he's driving play north south. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and what did you see from that line tonight, Ian? I thought that line was really good tonight. Like, uh, there's, it's nice because there was a, there was a little bit where guys were, you know, you, it's nice that we're taking pictures off milk cartons finally. Um, you know, uh, Tomas Hurdle been off the milk carton for the last couple of games. You know, Couture five goals uh, in his last what seven. Um, you know, so it's it's nice. You know, LeBanc was another guy who's been kind of you know on the milk carton for the longest time probably um but i thought i thought he had a really good game tonight like for as far as you know as far as games like you want to see guys respond to getting called out which the sharks did get called out by their coach the last game um after the last game and it's nice to see some guys especially you know some guys responding especially guys that you've been really you know hard like justifiably hard on yeah yeah, and and I mean, I guess well, let's go to Darius uh, Darius Naro. Thank you for the uh, the super chat. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, for all forty five of you watching, we really appreciate it. Um, you guys know the deal. So uh, if you get more than let's say there's forty five watching now. So if you get more than twenty three likes on this video, so you need by my estimation eight more eight more likes and we'll get to pull out your favorite segment but only if we get those likes ladies and gentlemen but again darius naro thank you so much for the super chat for sure. it goes towards uh your tax dollars at work going to your upgrade the show <laughs> um so okay elephant in the room time i guess because this team was down some defensive help mm-hmm. and it seems like the whipping boy of the season so far and and include me on the uh, people whipping um Eric Carlson wasn't in the lineup today and 
Did you notice a difference? I'm just going to ask it point blank. Okay. Here's, I was hoping to save this for, for later after we cover the third, but I think as good as this game was, it's a very dangerous thing to do to take too much out of it. Like it, at the end of the day, it's one game is, is Carlson out sharks. Sharks are, are good now. Maybe, but so was Shimmick. Shimmick was out too. He's been, you know, racking up some minuses there too. Um, there's so it's hard, right? Because like, there's so many things that you could come away with here. You can say, yeah, you can be, you know, the, the, the funny thing to do would be like, yeah, Carlson's out and the sharks are great now, but let's remember, this is the Anaheim ducks. The Anaheim ducks are not a good team. Let's also remember they got called out by their coach and probably, you know, wanted to respond. And I think you saw some guys did respond tonight is you know is it it's not but is it not that it's because eric carlson was out of the lineup like it's one game like yeah. i i i thought yeah the young guys did good with the, i thought the young guys did good talk to me when we go through this stretch if we win a bunch of games then talk to me then and we'll talk about whether you know whether eric carlson out of the lineup good bad whatever like it's it's one game there's so many I, I understand it's the easiest thing to do. And if for the people that want to whip, that's fine. I get it. You know, like you do you. But for me, it's one game. I'm not drawing any massive conclusions from one game. I can draw conclusions from all the games I've watched so far, but I'm not going to do this. Like it's, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, I think, We've got to hold the brakes on the Eric Carlson talk. I, I mean, there's just been it's been in the media lately and on TSN. Um, it's it's been plastered across pretty much all the shark sphere, right? I mean, sure. Eric, or I get it. I get it. But I'm yeah. just like I understand. And if you, if that's what you took from this game, that's cool. I mean, you do you. Yeah. I I'm not doing it though. Like yeah. it's just. It, I, I try, you know, the thing I, I try to be as balanced as possible when I come on here because, you know, otherwise why be on here? Like, what's the point if you know what I mean? Right. Right. No, like, I mean, so you're... I just, I don't want to draw. Yeah. The Sharks did good and it's a good game, but you know, is it cause Eric Carlson was out of the lineup? Maybe, but it could be a hundred other things. It could be that Martin Jones just outperformed John Gibson tonight. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you're 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 right. I I will say this though, the power play looked better. I mean, the, the power play looked like it was a little less stagnant and you know, I think you saw more But the first unit was still Globe Trotter's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's just something that just seems comfortable with Carlson lately. I, 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 you know, like to me, he seemed like a guy who was just happy to be there. I, I, I saw a guy that, you know, when somebody would call him out, he, he would occasionally, you know, try to try to do something there here or there but it doesn't he doesn't 
seemed like a guy who was really bought into the Bubner system. You know, he he doesn't seem like... A lot of like... guys don't look like they bought into the system, though. That's the problem. Like, yeah. the team defense has been bad. Like, I'm not... Like, look at I'm not trying to, like, just completely white knight Eric Carlson here. I, white Eric Carlson has played some better hockey. Like, I've watched Eric Carlson play some better hockey than he has this season. But it's like... Eric Carlson can maybe not have had the best games, but the team defense can also be bad. Like these things, multiple things can be true. True at the same time. And, and at I the feel same like, time. Yeah. For, exactly. And I feel like I understand why Eric Carlson's such a lightning rod, but I don't think that's the whole story. That's the tip of the iceberg on this team. And like an iceberg, like anything else with an iceberg, there's He's a lot a symptom, more going on under the waves. Yeah. Symptom of a larger problem, maybe. Right. Yeah. I, I think... You know, the, the term that I put out there the, the, the last few days or the last few games was the country club atmosphere. To me, that's what this team kind of had reeked of. It just seemed like a bunch of guys who had long contracts who were just happy to be cashing a check. And and tonight was a, was a little bit more of a workman effort, a good step in the right direction. But we're going to need to see this consistently. You know, we're going to need to see this consistently. And, and somebody who's who's becoming a little bit more consistent in that second period was Logan Couture. He gets a seventh on the season, um, and uh, it's unassisted. So, you know, you're going up into that into that uh, third period where, you know, you had the the issues of the of the second period, uh, you know, the, the much maligned second period for the Sharks, but you escape from it with a 3-1 to one lead, and you're going into that third period. And you thought, okay, you know, the Sharks are in a, in a good spot. But then just right as we feel a little bit comfortable with this team, that you know, we feel a little bit comfortable with where they're at and how they've played, Max Comtois, a kid, I mean, he's just on fire right now with a seventh, uh, you know, of the, of the year. And this one, again, came on Ferraro's, off of Ferraro's stick. Bad night for Ferraro. Yeah. But again, like, you you can't and in defense of Ferraro you can't um if i if i was a coach and i saw that my defenseman deflected it in because he was trying to put his stick in the way i i say you know what 9 times out of 10 that's going to deflect a different way and For sure. you know you want your stick there you want the stick in that position so yeah it was a bad bounce it sucked but uh again martin jones shored up especially in the latter half of the third period when Anaheim was kind of all over the Sharks again. Um, and I felt that the team's defensive structure was okay. Uh, a little a little Keystone Cops-ish for me at times. I felt they were a little laissez-faire in their own zone, you know, especially trying to break it out. Um, but better. And again, I think we continually qualify this game as it's against Anaheim. And again, that's for good reason because Anaheim's offense is just anemic, but yeah, I... like they're, they're, like Anaheim's not a good team. Like they're, they're not like, and that's why, you know, that's why it's like, I don't, you know, is there any big picture things I can draw from this game? Not really like bad teams win games. Sometimes Yeah, the sharks are a bad team. Yeah. Like that hasn't changed my, Mine hasn't changed on that. It's not like they won this game and, you know, Martin Jones has had a couple of good games in a row and it's like, you know, strap in, guys, we're going to the playoffs. No, like they won a game and it's, you know, and 
look it. I enjoyed it. It was, you know, there was time. Like, I got right into this game, uh, which going into this game, I didn't, you know, I thought I was just going to entertain myself by being snarky on Twitter and then coming on here and probably trying not to have a meltdown for the third straight show. Um, so I, you know, like I enjoyed this game, but again, it's one game. It's, you know, like I, all this talk about, Oh, well, you know, the good to get a win on the team you're chasing, chasing to what? Right. Right. Chasing to what, what is, what missing is the playoffs? Well, great. We can all golf together except for, <laughs> you know, it's another team like the Kings where they're going to be better before we're good again. That's the sad part. Yeah. Right. I mean, not only that, but like, you know, if we're better and, you know, farther up in the mushy middle, you know, that's just a worse draft pick. So it kind of screws you over in the end. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, but, uh, well, I guess right. we'll, we'll run. Through. Enjoy it for what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. enjoy the game for what it is, but like, I wouldn't, you know, it's one game. It, we've watched a lot of games this, this season so far. This is the, what, the second regulation win that the yeah. team has yeah i mean if they come out if they come out and they beat st louis that first game on the road no, trip, okay fine if they if they go and they roll over vegas and st louis and colorado and we'll come back and we'll have a conversation because there'll be more games under our belts we can discuss that change of events but yeah. for now it's one game one against game. anaheim that's yeah everybody wins eventually <laughs> yeah what a blind like i'm squirrel not trying to be a downer nut. i'm just trying no. to be like be, let's be real here yeah the blind squirrel finds the nut every once in a while right um <laughs> but um i mean so what that the moments that you're that you're talking about one that really cherish i mean just coming up right here john leonard i'll probably give the puck to my parents i haven't checked on my phone yet uh leonard on his first nhl goal and, and those are the types of moments that you have to extract out of the season. And um, for sure, yeah, like I like again, yeah, it's you know, the you know, have seen guys like that get their first goal. I mean, that's awesome. Like that's you need moments like that because we knew going in this was going to be a long season. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, and and again, you could just see the pure joy on his face. You know, the other guy that I love watching. I mean, we've we've talked about it quite a bit, but. Um, just the celebrations is Mario Ferraro. He just he just loves it when his when his team scores and and he's just mm -hmm. I, I don't know man I I get captain vibes all over that kid. I just I just love the oh, way I love that Mario. yeah yeah just love the way that he he presents himself. Um, you know he he just seems like the guy that you would want to go to war with. So, uh, you know, good on on uh, on the UMass boys for for hooking up for Johnny's first goal. And uh, hope that that's uh, the first of many in his uh, in his teal career, right? So, did you guys thumbs down me? Did you really? Uh, you can you can be honest. You can say you thumbs down me. It's fine. I'm like <laughs> I'll get it. I won't get too. I won't get butthurt. I promise. Okay. All right. Yeah. We got to get over thirty though. Over thirty, and then we'll whip out the the, the reach around. We we get a mention at the uh, at I the twenty three, but uh, you get the graphic at thirty people. All right. You got one more like. Come on now. All right, so let's go over the ice times over on the forward side. Gambrell clocking in at 16 minutes, 31% on the faceoffs. Uh, Vander Kane, 20 minutes tonight. Uh, he took, I think, maybe one or two faceoffs, 100% in the faceoff circle. One assists plus two. Uh, Stefan Nason, 9 minutes, 37 seconds. You got Patrick Marlowe, 12 minutes, 6 seconds, 54% on the draw. Donato, 13-29, 50% on the draw. 
You got Timo Meyer, 1647. That seems a little low to me. Uh, one assist um, with a minus one. Uh, There's a old. guy who needs to start consistently being better. If you want to talk about milk carton players, Timo Meyer on the milk carton. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we're over 32. We get the reach around, people. Um, all right, so uh, Logan Couture, 18 minutes. That's good to see Logan coming dip back down to earth because he was clocking in over 20 for a little bit. Uh, 53% on the draws. Of course, uh, one goal and one assist tonight. Uh, John Leonard with 12 minutes. Got a goal. Tomas Hurdle with 16 minutes tonight. 80% on the draw. Kevin LeBanc, 18 minutes, plus one. Um, and one goal. Matt Nieto, 12 minutes. Balsers, 14 minutes. You know, let's talk about Balsers because I think okay, he's got some underrated vision, and I think he's got some very, very creative type offense in his arsenal. The one thing that I, I think I need to see consistently more from him is his shot. He's got a good shot, but he's had a few different whiffs and it seems like maybe mm. puck tracking might be a little bit of an issue for him. But he seems to put himself into good positions. Seems to always sniff around the slot, kind of coming in diagonally. And just, you know, always kind of in and around it. So I've liked his game. And I like him up there with Tomash and with Timo. What did you see from Balsers tonight, um, uh, Ian? Yeah, I like Balsers. I, I, Balsers is a guy that I really like. Um, and it's unfortunate that, you know, he's, he seems to be in this rotation of guys that keeps coming in and out of the lineup. Um, but I've, I've liked what I've seen from Balsers. I've liked what I've seen from Gregor. I've liked what I've seen from Leonard. Like, so it's unfortunate that, you know, like, again, these guys keep getting kind of rotated around, you know, it was nice to see, uh, Stefan Nason get into the, get in today, although I didn't really notice it much, but you know, it's, it was it was nice that he won this round of who wants to be a Sharks fourth line player. Um, uh, two shots on goal though. I mean, two yeah. shots on goal. Nine minutes thirty seven seconds. So yeah, I mean, was, okay. a guy who you're not going to notice his game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? the, the like, best you notice is him taking out players, being physical. You know, that's what he brings. That's what he. Yeah, he, he he's he's physical. He's a good defensive player. You know, if if you do notice him. It's probably because he screwed up, which he doesn't do very often. Right. Um, you know, he's a very steady defensive forward. Um, but, but back to Balsers. Yeah, I like Balsers. I, I, you know, Balsers was a guy when they drafted him. I thought, you know, this is a guy whose game was going to translate really well to North America, despite being a guy who played over in, in Europe. Um, he's got to be a little stronger on the puck, though. A lot of he gave a he coughed up the puck a few too many times tonight for my liking, and probably a few too many times for. Uh, Bob Bugner's liking tonight, but I I really I like him, um, yeah. and I think I think he's I think he's more than a guy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he's got some offensive upside and some offensive instincts that would be um, it would be nice to see flourish. So uh, going over on the defense because you know boy howdy it was kind of a who's who of uh, who's on the fence tonight. But um, uh, Frederick Clason uh, Clason. Uh, nine minutes of ice time tonight, one shot on goal, one hit, one block, one giveaway um, in his Sharks debut. I, this was a guy that I pegged as a as an Eric Carlson favor kind of thing um, because I he had already played with Carlson a little bit in Ottawa, and it seemed, you know, they had kind of a Swedish connection. I'm wondering if this was, was done for Eric's sake. 
Um, mm-hmm. So this was a guy that I thought might be interesting to see what he might bring um, to the table. So it was good to see him in there. I liked his physicality. Um, I, yeah, I thought like the the young guys the the young guys went in and they 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 handled business well enough, right? Like yeah. they're obviously it's you know obviously the expect you know it's 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 good when you can come in without expectations. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mario Ferraro, he's got uh, one assist, a minus one, of course, two shots on goal, two hits, clocking in at 23.51 ice time. Uh, good to see the kid responding really well to the minutes. Uh, Mark Edward Vlasic, uh, zeros across the board uh, insofar as goals, assists, uh, shots on goal, hits. He's got one block. Yeah, I didn't really notice Vlasic tonight, and, I, and, and that's, a good, that's a good thing. Too. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 24.45. Boy, that's a lot of minutes, though. Um, you know, you gotta gotta wonder. You know, I, I know that you're you're a little shorthanded on the back end, but Boogie, you gotta gotta spread the love, especially with this sprint. You know, um, but anyhow, going forward, uh, yes. Nic- Nicholas Maloche, um, he had two shots on goal, one hit, ten minutes thirty nine um, seconds ice time. Looked okay to me. Didn't seem yeah, like they were fine. Yeah. They weren't like they didn't do anything egregious. They didn't. They were fine, right? Again, the the joys of having no expectations. Like, yeah. uh, you know who stood out for me though in in a positive way is is Nick Kanijov. I I think this kid is is really really coming into his own, and with the increased ice time, you, you can just see him learning out there. You know, and just getting better every game. And, and as a rookie defenseman, uh, that's the most you can ask for, right? A guy who, who can absorb the game, who can keep the game in front of him. Um, you know, he, he's got a wicked wrister when he, you know, kind of a, a like a little bit more than a slap shot or a little less than a slap shot, but a little bit more than a wrister. Yeah. It's kind of that, that tweener shot. And and boy, you know, he... he did it twice where basically he almost caught Gibson napping because uh, of the, the weird carom. And then um, I, I think it happened to be in the third period. He, he kind of takes a pass from the boards and just kind of whips it right on net. And and I just like the way that he shoots the puck with the authority. He's He, he plays big. You know, he plays like a big man. Um, yeah, yeah. I I, skates well. I didn't really know what to think of him coming into the season. I didn't really. He he's a guy who's grown on me. I I wasn't really too sure what we were gonna get with him coming into the season. I was like, eh, I don't know if this is gonna be good or not. But actually, he's really, yeah, he's really grown on me. And I think as long as um, I I, I think as long as he doesn't, they don't have to put him into situations that he doesn't belong in, which might be difficult with with uh, both uh, Schmidt and Carlson out. But I feel like as long as you know, let him. Let him come along, but he's a guy who's definitely benefited from not being in the rotation of forwards like that. He's come, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he he's a guy who's definitely benefited from getting that consistent ice time. And it's you know you'd hope that you would see you know Boogie kind of pick some guys that he really likes and see if they can have the same effect on some of the forward groups. I think he's really benefited from that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then we're getting a chat, a fight in the chat over how to how to pronounce Nick, Nicholas Malosh or Malosh or Maloshi or I have no idea. But whatever his name is, we know we know that uh, you know the the back end they're they're definitely growing in front of our eyes. But um, yeah, I I I I, uh, I think that the t- the ice time for Kurnishov is nothing but a good thing. 
and mm-hmm. um, you know I, I like to see see more from him. So so that's good to you know he's responding well. Brent Burns, um, twenty six minutes, twenty six forty six. Uh, again, I mean, I don't know how many times I can say it, but he's gonna he's gonna burn out his high end horses, man. I, I ugh, God, almost half the game. That's not good. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, when you only got one top top dog, I guess it, he kind of dictates the ice time for everybody, and it kind of trickles down from there. So, um, oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, Martin uh, Martin Jones, uh, twenty five of. 27 shots saved um it was a 929 save percentage again kept them in in that first half of the first period kept them in in the last half of the third period um bounced back from a vegas game that i thought he could have been better in in a couple of goals Uh, you know there were a couple of stinkers in that game um and really bounced back nicely so that was good. To yeah, see. I mean, look at there's 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 certain there, there is times where where Martin Jones has certainly lost the Sharks in games, but tonight he's certainly won them one. Yeah, for sure. All right, Ian. Well, I guess we're gonna go around the league now and do the uh, do the favorite of everybody's. <laughs> the premier stand. Have the goddamn coming courtesy to give him a reach around. Yes, you know it. You love it the the uh the courtesy that keeps on giving the reach around <laughs> all right so monday night tonight uh you're chocked full of nhl games blues and coyotes uh coyotes beat the blues one nothing islanders beat the sabers three to one senator sabers so on that sabers the sabers did not have a shot on goal in the third period Oof, oof that is rough paging um Jack Eichel out of Buffalo, paging Jack Eichel oh, out man. of Buffalo. It's just that team is such a mess. Oh my goodness. And they have such good fans and and their ownership are good too. I mean, that's just a good it's a good franchise that just has fallen on some rough times, man. Ah. Yeah, it's just like they just I don't know what it is like there. It seems like every time you think they should turn a corner, they just don't and like that's what fortunately, you know, it it's like it's like Edmonton for the longest time. You thought, okay, yeah, now they've got guys. Now they got guys. Now they got guys. Yeah, like don't they have Taylor Hall too? Yeah, they have Taylor How is this Hall. Team not scoring goals. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, it should be scoring goals at will. So I, I don't know, but again, it just, just, just really crappy for that franchise. But anyhow, uh, we gotta, we gotta move past them, Senators topple the maple leaves you know with an incredible third period by by ottawa and <laughs> trap game written all over it and um you know our 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 own jumbo you know gets a goal um <laughs> funnily enough but it wasn't enough man i, I leaves were up five to one in this game before they they joked it away um is that worrying to you or is that just trap game maple leaf's gonna maple leaf I think there's some teams, no matter how bad you are, they play other, you're going to play other teams really hard. Like, remember when the Sharks were really good and the Kings weren't, but those Kings Sharks game were always competitive? Yep. There's like, cause there's a, you know, I think there's a rival. Like, guys get up for those games. Yeah. It's just one of those things, I think, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Um, or you could, you know, 
just take a one game sample and be like, yeah, the Senators are making the playoffs. The Leafs aren't. <laughs> uh, Hurricanes put the uh, put the kibosh on the Blue Jackets seven to three. Oh my goodness, uh, quite a bit. But uh, of note, uh, Brock McGinn with uh, two goals. Uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so Carolina ten and three, looking yeah. looking like Carolina is going to be going to be a good one to watch. Uh, over uh, in the uh, in the great state of Florida, the Panthers beat the Lightning six to four. Uh, interesting score. Panthers are wild this year. Um, yeah. I remember like I was on the show the other day and I was like, and they're talking about this game coming up being good. And I'm like, why is this game going to be good? And I didn't look at the standing. Like I haven't the one, the one crappy thing about everything being all divisional. Like I understand why, like, you know, um, why things are the way they are. But one of the things is like, I'm not watching a lot of other teams because it's like, I don't, the, like the Sharks aren't going to play the Panthers. So why am I going to, you know, yeah, why do I bother. care what the Panthers are doing? Right. Like I, I have finite numbers of, hours to watch hockey so i'm finding i'm watching a lot of hockey in the west division but not really a whole lot of anything else yeah. um but yeah florida just florida's apparently a team suddenly so good for good good on them yeah uh we go over to two teams that we care nothing about blackhawks beat the red wings three to two uh you know this one was interesting too jets beat the oilers six to five you know the jets uh excuse me the uh, the oilers had uh, mike smith coming back they thought you know, maybe he might shore up that leaky goaltending, but no, uh, he ends up giving up uh, a six spot, and and boy yeah. howdy, yeah, they, boy, the Oilers. Did you talk about another team that's just the embarrassment of riches, and yet they just cannot figure it out? Well, they have no goalie. Like their 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 goaltending's terrible. Their defense isn't fantastic. I mean, you know, this is this is a team that has scored one like I think as far as like teams go, they might have scored more goals than anyone else so far. Like as a team in the league, I'm just glancing through quick to see if that's accurate and it looks pretty accurate. Um but unfortunately, they've also allowed, you know, almost the same number of goals. I think they've scored 60 goals uh as a team this season, but they've allowed 58. You can't you're not going to win hockey games like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree, and and again, you can have, you know, the second coming of Wayne Gretzky and still, you know, lose lose games because of the you know poor goaltending. Well, so, you can't do everything, right? Like it's like hockey's not bad. Can he can he can he suit up the pads? <laughs> Maybe, like, but like you know what I mean? Like hockey's yeah. like you need like it's a, it's still a team sport. Like you can have the best player in the world, and the Oilers probably do. You could argue they have probably um, the two best two best players in the world right now with how Leon Dreisaitl's playing. Dreisaitl's really good too, yeah. So, I mean, it just goes to show, like, it's it's just because you have one guy doesn't, uh, is not a Stanley Cup winner make. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, and then the Flames are just they they are just piling onto the Canucks woes at this point. They beat the uh, the Canucks four to three. You know the Canucks. Yeah, goaltending optional in the North tonight apparently. Yeah, and and again another team you just you you had so much high hopes for him. I mean, what has happened to Elish Patterson, man? I mean, he just he just looks uh, like he's falling off a cliff. This is another team. Well, no, it's it's this team. This team is not like. As much as I'm, as much as I've been a guy who used to just like beg on, you know, I think other than Martin Jones, who was my favorite punching bag for the longest time, Jacob Markstrom. But like the last couple of seasons, you know, Markstrom jumped ship. And I mean, look, 
I don't think anyone's allowed more goals this year than the Canucks. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a team that that we frankly expected a lot more from. So like it's they've you know it's not like they're not scoring goals. They've scored a ton of goals. The problem is that they've allowed seventy one. Yeah, yeah, and you wonder you know what are they going to have to ship out in order to 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 really shore up that back end and shore up that defensive structure? Or yeah, is it know. time I, for I, Travis Green to go? I don't know. I mean. It's you know what it's it's hard because it's not a team that I've watched a ton of and I just I don't know I could make comments but they wouldn't be based on anything other than like what other people have said on Twitter so I'm not I don't want to to go into it because I'm not sure exactly what the problem is but clearly not bringing back you know um, Markstrom and letting Tyler Toffoli go hasn't looked so good either. Yeah yeah and this is a team that uh, thanks Richard Delavos uh, is they've also played 19 games yeah yeah that's rough Ooh, yikes yeah i think that's going to be one of those cases where they're going to run out of runway when they well no i mean to the amount out. of goals they've let in i mean that makes a lot of sense but even still yeah i guess yeah 19 goals okay i'm looking at again you know usually the teams are all like pretty even but yeah that's a lot of games so maybe maybe not as many goals as uh i advertised yeah yeah. Um, ownership uh, gave a statement confidence in Green and Benning, so one of them is being fired or both. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, uh, like the, a tiger. The, <laughs> yeah, That's usually cool. the um, the vote of confidence is a uh, is the kiss of death. But yeah. uh, unless you're in the, unless you're Doug Wilson, apparently. unless you're Doug Wilson, <laughs> right for sure. Um, all right, Ian. Well, I think we we've pretty much wrapped it around, uh, reached it around uh, the NHL. Is it? Was there anything that caught your eye today, or pretty much just let's wrap it up and put a bow on it? I think you probably put a bow on it. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so interesting night in the NHL. Sharks go ahead and get that win. Finally, in regulation, it seems like forever since a regulation win. And, um, uh, you know, coming back with a better effort, I think, um, than, uh, than they had against um, Los Angeles, certainly. And in Vegas, I thought the effort was there, but the polish wasn't. So, you know, it's good to see them execute a little bit more um, cleanly tonight. But again, you know, it's a one-game sample size. It's against Anaheim. We got to see what they bring up uh, against St. Louis because that's going to be interesting and in, in how they – um, manage themselves and how they manage uh, the game against St. Louis will definitely tell you a lot about this team. It, it, it'll either tell you that the team can lock down defensively and and be you know a team that can win three to two, two to one, or it's going to get out of hand and it's going to get out of hand very quickly. Though that's kind of my predictions of of how that game might go. So I don't know what do yeah, you yeah because here's the thing right like it. it like you look in the standings, right, and you see, okay, they're in sixth, but you know, yeah, there's, but they, you know, Colorado has only played twelve games. Yeah, Minnesota's only played eleven. All right, well, John, John, thank you so much for the super chat donation. We appreciate it, buddy. And yes, uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. In case you missed it, you can uh, find us again on all of the social media. That would be uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google uh, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart. And, of course, you can catch it all at tealtownusa.com. 
got some great articles up there got some uh you know great info as well you also get to see all the replays of the shows so that is awesome ian final thoughts and where the people can find you you can always find me at Ian Blogs Hockey on the Twitter machine where you can just see me making all kinds of snarky comments. Um, aside from that, final thoughts. Like I said, um, enjoy it for what it is. Like is. I'm not saying don't enjoy tonight. Enjoy tonight because I don't know how many times we're going to enjoy the night after a Sharks game. So definitely enjoy it. But again, it's one game. Keep your expectations in check. For sure. All right. Well, we appreciate all the support. Of course, you can uh, go ahead and, and and always give us a super chat donation, but you can also find us on the Venmos too, uh, at Teal Town USA. We appreciate it there too because uh, those are uh, are not. Uh, we don't have to give any cuts to to, to the Googles, so uh, that's hey. <laughs> that's definitely appreciated. Um, I'm at Eric Landy, E R I K L A N D I, on all of the social media garbage. As far as the final thoughts. Let's take this in stride. Uh, let's uh, enjoy the uh, the little bits, and uh, yeah, let's see where where this thing goes. Have a great night, everybody, and uh, we'll see you after the next game in St. Louis. <laughs>